Hi, and welcome to the Internet Marketing Show that gives you, amongst other things, simple, proven, and practical steps to build your very own successful online business. Here's your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. Hello, and welcome back to session three of Great Communication Secrets. And in this session, we're talking about the head or the content aspect of your signature talk. Hello again, I'm Peter Beckett, I'm the Village Marketer, and we're smack bang in the middle of crafting your signature talk presentation. I'd like to talk to you in this session about the second of the four sections of your signature talk presentation. The first section we covered was the opening heart segment, after we talked about the clarification bit, right? So the opening heart segment was the first bit. And now we're going to talk about the head content section, right? In other words, what are you going to teach your audience? Now this is usually the longest section of your presentation. And please note that this is also the section that's going to expand or contract based on how long you have to speak. Never cut short your opening heart story. Ever. Never ever do that, okay? If you want to cut anything back, you cut back the content part. The structure or the format that I'm sharing with you will work for you for any length of presentation. For example, a 45-minute keynote address, a 5 or 10-minute live broadcast on social media, a 60-minute breakout section at some sort of conference, a full-day workshop, or even a 20-minute TED Talk. What expands or contracts to make it fill the time that you have is this specific section, the head or the content part. Everything else can kind of stay the same, all right? Just edit the content part. You open with the same opening sequence. You close with the same call to action and the same closing story. But it's head part that we can swap out, almost like a plug and play. I mean, if the audience changes, we can swap out a new content and put in a completely new topic. But you don't have to start from scratch every time. You're just changing the content portion. Does that make sense? The head content is your proprietary process. You can adjust it, edit it in any way that you like. And I want it to be unique for you. It's important that it is completely unique to you and you should have that proprietary process and a relevant, curiosity, attention-grabbing name that the proprietary process can undertake for you. Content is critical. That's what you're there for. You're there to solve a problem for them, right? But what I'm really saying to you is the amount of time you take to solve that problem can vary significantly according to the actual situation you're in. Now, as I mentioned, your head or your content is your proprietary process. And there are a number of things you can do to come up with your proprietary process. I mean, for example, you may just come up with a brain dump. Just dump all the different ways that you help people onto a sheet of paper. And we kind of then put them into categories so it's broken up into sections. 
Sometimes you may need to think about the actual journey itself. What were the steps that you take or you've been through this process in your lifetime? What actually happened? And another way to come up with a proprietary process is to think about doing it with one customer. If one ideal customer was sitting across the table from you and said, Help me, Peter, what would be the first thing you would have them do? What would be the next thing you'd have them do? And what would be the next thing after that? Okay? When you think about doing like that with one customer, that often can come up with the very best process of all for you. That oftentimes is your proprietary process of your presentation done simply, quickly and easily. So think about the one customer approach, using your imagination, sitting across the table from them. Now you want your content or your head section of your signature talk, your presentation, to be broken into sections and preferably three or four sections. Why three or four? Because that's how many people can remember. It's as simple as that. That's the reason phone numbers are broken up into three digits and four digits because that's how people can remember them. Now people come to me and say, but Peter... I've got a seven-step process. Or, Peter, I've got eight key factors or eight pillars for my proprietary process, for my content. And that's okay. But when you give the presentation, you should only focus on three or four sections only. So what do you do? One option is to walk them through the first three or four most important steps, which allows you to say, there are eight steps in my process. Here you've got three of them, or four of them. Today, that's all the time I have to cover. Now, what do you think that does? It makes the audience want to engage with you even further, right? What are the other four? What are the other five? The other thing you can do is kind of clump them together into three sections. So in your first sections, you talk about the first two steps. In the next section, you talk about the next three steps. And then in the third section, you talk about the last two or something like that. So that in that way, you cover your seven or your eight particular points that you wanted to make. But they're grouped into three different sections. It's important that your presentation is sectioned off into three or four content parts. Otherwise, they will get lost. And please, 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 don't make it a list that keeps going and going and going. People can't remember that a long list. And in fact, they don't want to. They can remember maybe three or four sections at best. The other thing that's extremely important for you to do in this head or content section of your signature talk, of your presentation, is to give both short and long-term solutions. Now, there are two types of speakers that don't keep people's attention and don't get booked very often either. If they get booked once, probably they'll never get booked again. The first type of speaker is a speaker who spends their whole presentation describing the problem. If you're over halfway through your presentation and you're still describing the problem, then you're in trouble. The people already know they've got the problem. That's why they're watching a presentation. What do they want? They want the solution, not the problem. 
So you should get to the real solutions and you should get to them quickly. The second type of speaker that doesn't get booked very often is a speaker who spends their whole presentation talking about theory. If your whole presentation is just theoretical information, but nothing I can actually do differently or use, then people are not going to want to engage with you further. You've got to give them something they can take away and use, or even better, use on the spot and solve a problem for themselves. So it doesn't matter how good your theory is. They may be interested in your topic, but they're not going to feel like you offer real solutions for them. Does that make sense? Solve the problem. Okay, solve the problem. That's the key. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it's important that you offer two types of solutions in your presentation, short-term and long-term solutions. Short-term solutions are things that they can do right away. On my way home tonight, tomorrow morning, the first 24 hours. I mean, they can try something, they can see some small results to show that it actually works. All right? This is key, very important point. Longer-term solutions are systematic changes or transformational changes that they can make over time and that pays off in the long run. Your presentation needs both. Let me tell you, if your presentation only gives short-term solutions, people will walk out the door saying, Wow, I've got a lot of stuff I can use but I feel like I know everything the speaker does now, so there's no need to engage with them any further. Guess what you've done? You've cut yourself out from further engagement, all right, by just giving short-term solutions. If your presentation is only filled with long-term, systematic, transformational solutions, people will again walk out of the presentation saying, oh, they didn't feel they got anything they could use or do right away. bit disappointed, right? even though what you gave them could be valuable in the long term. So once again, they won't want to engage with you further. If you want the audience to engage with you further, and again, they won't want to engage with you further. If you want your audience to engage with you further, you have to give them both short-term and long-term solutions. Show them that you give them concrete steps Show them that they need to engage with you further. And when the content portion of your presentation gives them both short and long-term solutions, they don't only feel like you're giving them great information that they can use right away, but they also need to engage with you further to find out what else is there. Remember, the goal isn't to get a standing ovation. That's not the deal. You're not on Hollywood. The goal is to get people to engage with you after you do your presentation. And that's why we're giving both short-term and long-term solutions. That's why they're key. Now, one last strategy I'll throw in here in the content section of your presentation is called linear path to learning. Now, by the way, this is assuming that you're not talking to your ideal target audience, okay? I mean... You might be just doing a Facebook Live and you have no idea who is really watching you. Or you're on a stage and the same thing applies. There's a mixture of people in your audience. A linear path to learning is to divide your audience up into three different groups. 
from least experienced to most experienced. That's why you hear people on webinars, for example, talking about things like this. How many people have done this before? They're trying to gauge the type of people they're talking to, all right? Then you walk them through all three groups and talk about how your presentation or your offer, if you're going to make one, is appropriate for them. And so, for example, if you were, say, a personal planning coach, then your linear path to learning would sound something like this to a mixed audience. For example, if you're doing a Facebook Live, whether you've never used personal branding ever and don't even have a clue about it, or you've tried it but it didn't work out, or whether you're somebody who's very experienced in online marketing and have your own personal brand and you just want to get them to the next level, then my five-week personal branding influence program will help you get to the next level. See what I've done there? I've included the entire audience in my presentation or in my offer. The ones who don't know anything to the experts. And so what you need to know is that the role of the speaker, that's you, the presenter, is to make sure that the audience can connect with your material. Because if you leave it up to the audience, they'll make their own excuses. They'll make their own mistakes and they'll file them in the wrong drawers they get confused and they'll lose interest. Pat Quinn, one of my mentors, actually told me this story. He was watching a presenter once and the presenter was talking about how to sell on a webinar. At the end, they offered a $5,000 online course, right? Typical webinar, bit of content and then the sales pitch, right? At the end of the presentation, Pat turned to the person sitting next to him and said, are you going to buy the course? And the person said, no, I don't do webinars. I'm going to do my first one in a couple of months, but I've never actually done one before. He then turned to the person on his left and said, are you going to buy it? And he said, no, I already do lots of webinars anyway. You see, all the speaker had to do was to say in the presentation, whether you've done webinars before, whether you've done a few webinars and you want to get better, or whether you're somebody who's done a w- one webinar a week for the last five years and you just want to bump up your ability 10 or 20%, which is what we're talking about, conversions, right? Increasing your conversion by 5 or 10 or 20%, then my online course is perfect for you. That's all you had to do. If you did that, then you wouldn't have had those people saying no. So it's your job to connect your content to the audience and you have to do that through a linear path to learning. I hope that makes sense now. Because if you don't do that, the audience is going to make their own excuses and their own excuses means they're not going to do anything. And I'll tell you this, if the audience doesn't feel that your presentation was right for them, then for sure they won't feel that your next engagement, whatever it is you do or say, or however you want to engage with them, they will won't feel that it's right for them either. They will not be interested in engaging with you. Or if they walk out saying, oh, that was a good presentation, but a little over my head, they'll think your services aren't for them. 
Again, if they walk out and say, that was a good presentation, but probably for beginners, not for me, then they'll feel that your services are for beginners as well. So you can see you need to be able to connect with both ends of the spectrum. It's your job to make sure you include the entire audience in your content. And so the action step for this session is to actually lay out the content that you're going to teach in your presentation. What will the major sections be? Will there be three sections or will there be four? What are you going to teach in each of those sections? And are you going to give both short and long-term solutions during the content portion? I certainly hope so. Because then your audience walks away not only knowing that you give real solutions, but also knowing that they need to engage with you further after the fact because you've got so much more to give. So take some time and actually map out this head or content section of your signature talk. It'll be the section where you really deliver the concrete solutions that the audience is looking for. But remember, it's the one part of your signature talk that you can change in both topics and time, depending on the circumstances you have available. Okay? In our next session, we're going to be looking at the call to action or the hands, hands up, okay? So I look forward to seeing you then, okay? Thanks so much for listening to the Internet Marketing Gunner Show with your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. For more great content, go online, peterbeckenham.com. We'll catch you next time.